Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. All right, guys, a, a quick Cycle and Fanatic podcast here on your Wednesday. Uh, my name is Chris Williams, of course, and uh, just a lot of news going on throughout uh, the entire football landscape. Uh, we've got coaching searches. We've got um, rumors. You've got uh, will players stay, will they go. We'll get to anything that concerns Iowa State when we come back here from the Carl Chevrolet Studios at our Ankeny office. We'll be back right after this on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it's Chris interrupting this podcast because, you know, everybody wants to know that I get it asked all the time. How can we help Cyclone Fanatic? Well, you help Cyclone Fanatic by you support our advertisers and everybody needs to be aware of eye care. I wasn't for a long time and I went to Ames Eye Care and they really helped me out. It's changed my life. I don't have headaches the way that I did. You've heard me talk about this. They're also in Des Moines at Des Moines Eye Care. And you need to think about this with your family. Get the kids checked out. Encourage the wife. Anything. Personalized eye care. Designer eyewear. I've got these sweet Maui gym glasses that I use at work all the time. People think they look awesome. They meet your whole family's vision needs at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Check them out today and support Cyclone Fanatic. This Cyclone Fanatic podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Did you know that Nationwide is the official insurance provider for Iowa State University alumni? They offer Cyclone alumni discounts, auto, boat, motorcycle, RV, and pet insurance. Find out more, visit nationwide.com slash Iowa State or talk to one of their agents today. All right. Welcome back. As I mentioned, this is not going to be a long podcast, but I did. I have been working the phones throughout the morning and really all day yesterday, too. I would encourage you guys, if you haven't already, check out the projected depth chart that I put out earlier this morning. I can assure you that that is not just me um, matching things up with a sheet of paper. I've I've worked really um, extensively on that over the last couple of days, talking to people inside of the program. Um, but you also need to know that, I mean, obviously any educated human being can figure out that it's January 2nd and the, you know, a lot can happen between now and, and when Iowa State will take the field. So keep that in mind. That, that, that depth chart was put together with the assumption that David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler will both enter into the NFL draft. Now, you know, that's an important uh, conversation to have today as the deadline is coming up here in about two weeks for those guys to make a decision. And real quick, where are we at with the baseline? Not that he's the gospel on any of this stuff, but Todd McShay, I think, does a pretty good job for ESPN with the draft. It's all he does. Um, He has David Montgomery listed as the third top running back uh, in college football going pro uh, behind Damian Harris of Alabama and Bryce Love of Stanford. He also has Hakeem Butler as the fourth best wide receiver uh, behind um, Hollywood Brown of Oklahoma, A.J. Brown of Ole Miss, and McKeel Harry of Arizona State. So here's where I think things are at at this time. I think David Montgomery is as good as gone as he should be. He's a running back. He runs with that violent style. There's only so much tread on a running back's tires. David Montgomery needs to, and I believe will, uh, declare for the NFL draft, if not here in the coming days, next week. It's the right decision for him to make. 
and all of Cyclone Nation should applaud him and root for him at the next level. He's done nothing uh, but represent the university well, the program well, and David Montgomery is one of the greatest Cyclones of all time. Hakeem Butler, I think, is a different situation. He is a clearly a, a total freak show. He, is, he has an NFL body. He has an NFL future. The question Hakeem Butler has to ask and I'm sure is getting feedback on right now, is how much his stock could improve if he comes back for his senior season. I believe, and I wrote about a little bit this a little bit last week, I think that Butler could – I think he could skyrocket up draft boards if he comes back. Now, there's no – he will be drafted if he goes. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But I think he's a fourth or a fifth, maybe a sixth-round pick because of questions with his – you know, consistency in the drops. Now, Todd McShay, I don't know if he believes that with where he has him ranked today, but we'll see. That's the type of feedback that I've been getting when asking about Hakeem Butler, okay? Again, I want to make it clear, this is not my, like, analysis. I'm not a draft analyst, okay? But I, but I do talk to people who, are, who swim in that pond on a daily basis. This is the feedback that I'm getting. That Butler, if he comes back would not only be one of the best wide receivers in college football, he could be a Heisman Trophy candidate. And if he, if he proves that he can be a more consistent pass catcher and route runner, he could potentially slip into the first round of next year's NFL draft. The, the thing is, though, Hakeem Butler already has his degree. Um, and, and where is he at mentally and, and, and personally? When I say mentally, like, does he want to come back to college or is he ready to, to move on and uh, make some money? And if he does, you can't really fault him for that either. I think from a pure football standpoint, I do believe he would be better off to come back for his senior season. But who are we to judge uh, a young man for wanting to go pro and, and make some money? I think that one is a toss-up. It certainly seems like more of a toss-up now than it did before the Alamo Bowl the other night. We are even seeing reports that he had already made up his mind. I don't believe that to be the case. I think this one could string up right along to the deadline. That's my take on Hakeem Butler. A couple of other stories to keep an eye on. It looks like West Virginia is going to be looking for a new coach as Dana Holgerson is taking the Houston job. A lot of people on Twitter over the weekend ask why, why would he leave a Power 5 job for a non-Power 5 job? Well, I'll tell you why. It's, it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, he, he, could, he could have uh, his left eye shut with a patch and lead Houston to a 10-2 and record, okay? Uh, the, it's the best recruiting job in all of the, uh, I'd say right there with Central Florida in, as far as the group of five jobs. Houston is a fantastic job as far as a stepping stone to get another one. Just ask Tom Herman. Tom Herman, a lot of you may not like him, but he was very smart and selective when he took the positions that he took he could have left Houston after one year and taken South Carolina instead he waited and he got Texas what Dana Holgerson is seeing here is that he's maxed out at, at West Virginia you don't have near the recruiting base and you're in a much tougher conference uh, where geography um, is certainly not helping you out and he he can go to Houston and win 30 games over three years and then be right in line to take a, a better power five job than what he had at West Virginia. Oh, and by the way, he's going to make $5 million a year or whatever it is that they're going to pay him down in Houston. This is actually a really smart move uh, and one that Dana Holgerson will benefit for down the road. Quickly before I go, I just saw this one rumored that the New York Jets could be considering Matt Rule um, as, a, as a shot to, to, go, to go there. I think it's a long shot at this point, but I did see it 
rumored, so I thought it was worth mentioning. And, of course, the Matt Campbell-Cleveland Brown rumors are going to continue here over the next few days. The one thing that I, I do find interesting is there's just not a lot of noise coming out of Cleveland. It almost makes you think that they, you know, they know something, that they know who their guy is or they know who that they want. I don't know who that is. Um, I do think Matt Campbell will be in the mix. I think that he's going to get mentioned a lot with that. I have no idea how interested Matt will be, but it makes total sense for them to be interested in him. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But again, I'll stand with what I wrote on Saturday night after the after the Alamo Bowl. I think Matt Campbell will be Iowa State's coach next season. Just another one to keep an eye on because this will pop up. If Brian Kelly is hired as the next coach of the Miami Dolphins, which they're saying right now, I just read on Football Scoop that that the Dolphins could be offering him $10 million a year, which is insanity. Matt Campbell's name is going to come up in in the Notre Dame conversation. That's one of those jobs that, um, you know, it's a Midwestern job. It's one of the most prestigious programs in college football. He he will be one of the top candidates to, to replace Brian Kelly. Just warning you, you may not have to like it, but it's going to happen, so you might as well brace yourselves for that right now. All right, that's a quick um, seven and a half minutes for you guys, everything that I've been digging around here this afternoon. Uh, Hoops tonight, women are at 6.30 on Cyclones TV, men uh, 8 o'clock tip on ESPN News. Uh, Jared's going to write a column. After that game, I'll have instant reaction up here on the podcast feed for you guys first thing in the morning.